The Marching Roundtable is proud to be an official media partner of Drum Corps International. This podcast is sponsored by Marching Arts Education and ColorGuard EDU, found at marchingartseducation.com. To me, I think the joy of this whole Frankie Trail project would be to like analyze what was given to you and doing your chunk in your style and then setting up the next phrase so that the next drill designer could be successful doing that. To me, that was the whole dynamic that was really, I, I think it was a beautiful thing that the whole Franken Drill project presented to us. It's alive! It lives! Well, it wasn't a monster, but it was constructed in pieces. 41 drill designers worked collaboratively on the Franken Drill project to create four shows that you can watch on YouTube. Find the links where this podcast is located at marchingroundtable.com. On this podcast, we talk with Gordon Couch, who masterminded this project, Keith Poland, who shared his music with us, and Mark Mullins from Pyware, who assisted greatly in this project. I always think the visual, I think it's very important that a, that a music arranger realizes that this has to be performed on a field. And, and it has to be performed with 14-year-old kids at times, too, you know. Some of them are time bandits, where where time just doesn't mean anything to it. So I, I keep that kind of stuff in mind whenever I do any of these arrangements. I really hope some of the people that participated in this, you know, we had 41 participants. I hope that some of those people took the opportunity to take a look at what some of the other, you know, designers had done before them. Because I, I think that there is value in being able to, you know, like I said, look over the shoulder of another, another designer whenever we're watching videos or have a conversation. But to actually see how they use Pyware to make it work, that's something that's actually pretty unique. This was an interesting project to experience working collaboratively and cooperatively, something we all need to do more of and consider in our own work. Great lessons were learned in this experiment. Franken Drill on the Marching Roundtable. This podcast is sponsored by Marching Arts Education, found at marchingartseducation.com. Marching Arts Education is the easiest, most trusted way to get professional development for your staff. We give you access to the top marching arts professionals through live webinars, videos, podcasts, coursework, valuable resources, and trusted content all in one location. Many directors are using school funds to sign up for this professional development for themselves and their staff. Become a member and get complete access to all webinars and videos, plus discounts on courses and resources, including the complete archives of over 750 podcasts from the Marching Roundtable. Imagine what your staff could accomplish after interacting and learning from professionals from the top drum corps, marching bands, winter guards, and indoor drum lines. Take the field with confidence and give your group the advantage by providing your staff with complete access to these engaging, interactive resources. Professional development made easy from names you can trust. MarchingArtsEducation.com Hey everybody, welcome to the Marching Roundtable presented by Marching Arts Education. This is Tim Henton and thank you so much for listening. This is going to be an interesting conversation. On the line today, Gordon Couch. Gordon, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Thanks for being here. Also on the line, Key Poland. Key, how are you? I'm doing just fine. How are you? I am really good. And Mark Mullins, how are you? Great, sir. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys for being here. We're going to talk about this Franken Drill project. It was so, so interesting. So, Gordon, you were the mastermind behind this. Thank you for putting this together. We're definitely going to talk about all the ins and outs of it. 
sort of the experience we had. Why don't you sort of tell people who you are in case people don't know? Well, uh, I am, uh, well, what, <laughs> I'm a lot of things, but as it pertains <laughs> to, to this, to this podcast, uh, I'm, I'm a show designer, a drill designer. I, I do, a, you know, just a small batch of clients every year. Uh, for me, it's just a fun project, but I've been doing show design since, uh, 2004. Uh, and most recently I was associated with the Cavaliers, you know, as one of the board members, alumni president and, and chair of the educational activities, uh, student experiences stuff, but I'm not doing that anymore. I'm focusing on another new big project that's personal. So I'm clearing my plate, just doing some drill design, doing my regular corporate job and this new thing. So that's, that's me. And I'm in Louisville where it is cold. It is colder here than any one of you guys have to deal with. So that's, that's Gordon Couch. Okay, Gordon. Thank you for being here. I'm in Florida where we're in the 80s still, even though we're recording this in the middle of November. Um, and I'm not complaining about that. So keep polling. Everybody knows who you are. You're sort of a celebrity in the world of marching arts, but um, you, you supplied the music for this project. So thank you for doing that. Oh, it was great. Uh, Gordon, actually, Gordon and I go way back. What was it? What, 88, oh. 89, somewhere in there? Yeah, actually, you know what? I was thinking about that. It'll be 30 years this month. Oh, no. I'm not even 30 years old, so how is that? I don't know. You met I don't know how it's possible. Yeah, that's well, it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gordon was in the baritone line in the Cavaliers when I was doing the horn line there. Yeah, that's that's true. And you know what? That's It's sort of funny. Uh, I, I know we're breaking stride here on this communication. Uh, but uh, the, the, the thing is, is that I have I have key to thank. Uh, for allowing allowing me into the Cavalier horn line, you know, here I was uh, from K K Kentucky, a uh, saxophone player could play all of two major scales on a on a two valve baritone. They just let me in, so you know it, it has everything to do with uh, sticking with it, right? Sticking with it and personality, which I'm eat up with. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, you know, Gordon. Uh came to me with with this idea i and i i absolutely love it and you know i just thought it would be a really fun thing to do and i said sure just pick anything out of the um at, you know off of the cattle out of the catalog and i'll make sure i get it over to you we'll get scores and you can get them out you know divvy it out to everybody and i think the first one we were looking at is was my rube goldberg show right wasn't that the initial well, yeah, it, it was, uh, and and then we kind of developed out of that once we realized, and I think it may have been Mark that that kind of uh, clued us in as to what month we were approaching, and that's when we sw switched horses. Absolutely, and the whole Franken drill, and then kind of going with some dark music, it was just just a, the perfect choice, I think. Yeah, we were doing this whole thing right around Halloween, so that was really fun. So, Mark from Mark Mullins from Pieware, um, you're down in Texas, right? Down in Texas, yes, sir. Been with Pieware since 2006, I believe. And I guess we're kind of all in the family because I, too, was a baritone for the Cavaliers. Uh, cool. Didn't serve a stint under key. I'm, I'm a little younger than, than Gordon and those guys, but uh, I didn't know we had that in common, Gordon. That's kind of neat. Well, there it is. Well, Mark, Mark, what years did you march? Uh, I was there 2002 through 2004, and then, uh, like I said, I, I hopped on the, the Pyware bandwagon actually halfway through my undergraduate uh, at the University of North Texas. I, I found Pyware through a, a job recommendation, through something I was doing kind of in the, in the industry already, a, a competitor to a key pylon, if you will. I don't want to <laughs> throw any shade that way because Key's got great product and, and does great things, but... Uh, that didn't end up so well, and they, they tossed my name in the hat for Pyware, and the, the rest is history. So here we are now. 
Well, and of course, we want to say thank you to Pyware for assisting with this whole project. We haven't really said this yet in case anybody is still listening and doesn't know. Franken-Drill was an idea Gordon had where um, like 10 different drill designers divided up the music and took over one after the other. And it was very, very fascinating sort of, you know, the idea of collaborating on drill and having to sort of step in where someone else's thought process was is really interesting. So Mark, I want to say thank you to Pyware for assisting with that. You did give some people access to Pyware so they could be a part of this. And, um, you know, I just appreciate Pyware wanting to be involved. No, and we appreciate the opportunity. Uh, if we, if anything, we may have shoehorned in ourselves a little bit because I saw the discussion on Facebook with, with Gordon and kind of reaching out to see if there was any interest, uh, interest in that that design group which i think is really cool by the way because you have all these all these designers that you know at the end of the day many times they're competing against each other uh, and they all decided to work on this project and collaborate and i being the halloween nut that i am thank you mom for that um <laughs> i saw the time of year that it was and i was like hey you know this is this is kind of a, a frankenstein's monster drill project and so that's where franken drill came about and i thought it was only appropriate that we we give it a, a good name and then have a platform for everybody to work off of because I know there's so many people in that group, uh, you know, whether it's Pyware or other softwares or different versions of Pyware, uh, we needed kind of that, that foundation for people to build off of and, and make everything equal. Uh, and so we were glad to step in and, and Gordon was glad to have us and, and the rest is history from there. Yeah, Gordon, let's talk about that really quickly. That Facebook group, with drill designers is really active and it's um, it's been a great place for people to share share ideas ask questions get help what's the name of the group well it is hold on let me pull it up here it is uh, drill and visual design HQ it is a it is a secret group you have to you have to be invited into it um, oh did I let something out of the bag here no, that's all right. Heck, I don't care, and I, I'm not the moderator. Uh, but right now we've got, uh, it looks like we've got about 1,823 members of the group. <laughs> now, I, I know that I know that there aren't that many, well, maybe there are. I, I, I There may be that many drill designers uh, around. I, I mean, maybe worldwide, I'm, I'm sure. But it seems that really the, the conversations are kind of dominated by about, you know, I don't know, maybe 50, 100 people uh, that are that are pretty active participants. But, you know, I've, um, I've, I can't even remember who invited me to it. You know, the, there's the Pyware Users Group that was started several years ago. I, I want to say by Dave Campbell over in Pittsburgh. I, I'm not sure. But, uh, it, you know, so that's also another good resource for people that are, that are you know, just wanting to get into drill design or that have questions or just kind of want to peek over the shoulder of other people doing work. Uh, and, you know, I think that that's one of the things that, that Frankendrill gave, uh, gave some people the opportunity they may not normally have, uh, you know, a, branching off here going into the weeds a bit on this conversation you know there's a handful of us that do work for other designers whenever they have to alter a, a show that they've already got or if you know they 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 are pretty much done with a thing but they need to get it cleaned up a little bit before they send it off or whatever or they just can't get it done and, and they need somebody else to do it there's a few of us out there that, that do that and that kind of allows us to look into the brain if you will of another designer you know one of those a-list people um and I, I, I don't know for sure because I didn't ask, but I really hope some of the people that participated in this, you know, we had 41 participants. I hope that some of those people took the opportunity to take a look at what some of the other, you know, designers had done before them, because I, I think that there is there is value in being able to, you know, like I said, look over the shoulder of another, another designer whenever we're watching videos or have a conversation, but to actually see how they use Pyware to make it work 
that's something that's actually pretty unique. Uh, and, and, and the only way you can really do that is by actually having the raw file in your hands. And uh, thank goodness that Pyware was, was so uh, uh, willing to you know, provide licenses to people that don't normally use Pyware or not an updated version of Pyware so they, could, they can see how easy it is to take a look at that. Well, and, you know, it's all about the sort of collaborative process. And I think drill writing, is, to me, it's uniquely like, you know, I, I, when I'm writing drill, I'm planning 10 moves ahead. So I found that to be really challenging about this because, first of all, I'm stepping in where someone else's thought process was. And then I have to develop something and then try to think of, like, what am I handing off to somebody? They're going to do that. So, Mark, do you guys talk a lot about collaboration with drill writing in Pyware? Or is that sort of a unique thing here? You know, it, it's unique in its current iteration of the software, uh, but it's something that is on our plate for the future, and it's pretty it's pretty high up there, if I may say, without spoiling too much. Um, the 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 whole collaboration aspect or that angle is something that we want to push the the software towards because, uh, if anything, this this the design group and the the Pyware user group, for for lack of a better word. Um, they're kind of a they're kind of a social experiment when you look at it. Again, I go back to the these guys that at the end and girls not to do any of that. Um, that at the end of the day, they can often be competitors um, in in their industry, and they're they're offering help. They're you know they're posting their videos or they're looking for feedback or direction on where to take something. And these people that you know may sit in the stands across from each other with their own respective ensembles on on Friday and Saturday nights are, are working to make a better product for each other. And, and it's really neat. So, yeah, I think, uh, I think collaboration is, is a big hurdle to tackle. And it's something that we definitely want to do uh, in the very near future, hopefully sooner than later. Well, you know, I feel like all stroll designers are in the same club. So <clears throat> sort of like key, I know with like the arrangers, like you like to see what other arrangers are doing and you don't, even though you may be competitors on the field, you really, you're all friends. We're very much friends. And, you know, uh, that's kind of how a lot of these independent companies, you know, myself, I know that uh, once we had the old uh, copyright scare back in the late 90s uh, with everyone, you know, not sure who was supposed to get the permissions uh, and licenses and all of that kind of stuff. That became one of those things. And I know, like myself, I just started, decided to start composing and doing public domain works only at that particular time. And uh, a lot of people followed suit, you know, the Gary Gilroys and, uh, you know, John Meehan and, and a lot of us. And then more things have continued to branch out. I know you were involved in, in coming up with your own stuff at the same time. And, uh, yeah, we all tend to be really good friends. We, we, we all have the same aches and pains at the same time of year, for sure. <laughs> right. Absolutely. There's, I think we're much more in common than, than not. And... Um, <clears throat> Key, I do want to say while we're talking that, that, like, what a great arrangement this was. Like, I had, I, I just, you know, I just watched again all the Franken drills and I was like, this is just such good writing. What's the name of the show that was used? Um, well, it's from, uh, you know, In the Hall of the Mountain King and, um, the, the band that, uh, commissioned it originally back in 2009 was, uh, the O'Connor band out of, uh, San Antonio. And what's the and name so of the show on your website if somebody wanted to find it? Yeah, it's called Boo in the Hall of the Mountain King. <laughs> well, it's just really, as always with, with your stuff, it's so clever and the ways that you manipulated the melodies and did unexpected things. I just really, I really enjoyed that a lot. And I wanted to, again, thank you for sharing your music with all of us drill writers. 
Oh, absolutely. You know, it's one of those things where I, I know a lot of the drill designers in the, in the activity, but this was a way to absolutely get to see some of the ones that I didn't know as well or I that I absolutely didn't know at all. And just mm. seeing what people come up with was truly amazing. And and I think that's kind of a kind of a nice little segue. Like some of the, I I want to know, you know, kind of from some of the designers, really, like what were the challenges being handed off? Oh, here's your starting drill set. Go for it, <laughs> kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and Gordon, did you have conversations with people about that, like their experience of the challenges of having to step in in the middle? Well, I I think I think the the biggest challenge that uh, that people were having was being able to kind of put themselves in the mind of the designer that had the drill before them to try to you know work smoothly to kind of meld their ideas into the ideas that somebody else had to make it look like it wasn't just two you know two completely different designers with two different ideas uh, you know working on the same project I, I think that might have been a big challenge but you know. I, I, it seemed to me. I mean, just looking at the at the shows, uh, I don't. I mean, maybe people had had a big problem. Maybe that was difficult for them. But it sure wasn't apparent in the drill. I mean, the drill seemed to flow pretty pretty smoothly, I and mean, it kind of worked. You know, um, I think the biggest challenge was the, the the time component. Now, as I as I mentioned in in uh, the Q and A that I had with Mark a few weeks ago, I write pretty quickly, uh, and I realized that not everybody writes fast. And also, I mean, one of the bigger challenges was the time. I, you know, especially out on the on the West Coast where Key is, you know, those guys don't. I mean, their band season starts much later than it does out here in the Midwest and Mid South. And so, a lot of those bands they don't really need all their drill in August or September like we do out here. And so, a lot of the guys that are designing for groups out there are still designing in late September and early October. Uh, so, you know, with with the push to get things, you know, out the door before. Halloween with so many different designers, uh, you know, with with their regular, you know, scheduled stuff that they're already doing. I think the time was the biggest challenge. Uh, but as far as the design goes, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess people were kind of concerned about it and people did kind of mention it. But I mean, I, you saw it just like I did. I, I didn't see where there were any jarring uh, aesthetics, you know, I mean, did you, right. I didn't notice any. Well, and I think that just goes to the talent of the people that were working on it because you could, so that was the thing I kept when I, when I kept watching it and you did this great job of putting the videos together, whoever did that. And, you know, had the name of the designer changing as the, as they sort of handed it off on the video. Yeah. So you could sort of see that I loved that that was there. And I kept reminding myself, okay, this person is, is now picking up and having to solve problems caused by a bunch of other people. Um, I'll speak for myself the drill that I got, I was maybe, I think, fourth or fifth in the line. And the drill I got was written, the the people before me write drill completely differently than I do. And, and like that, that is just the way it is. Some people write, everybody has their own style and way that they tend to place things. Or And I looked at the drill I got and I thought, okay, these, these couple guys before me, this is not how I write drill at all. So I really spent a lot of time, like I spent a day staring at it, trying to thinking about, should I just do my thing? Or do I try to make what I'm writing be in the same genre? And I really struggled. So you didn't have that conversation with Gordon? Was I the only one that's mentioned that? Well, I, I, I mean, yeah, 
I <laughs> okay. That, no, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just being honest. I was, I was no, just no, like, no. Was, I mean, uh, it, uh, that uh, that is very reminiscent of the conversations that I had with others when it when it came to the project. Uh, but I am really glad that you went and took a look at the drill, you know, beforehand. I'll be quite course. honest with you. You know, the thing is, if I were involved in it, if if it were me writing. I might have glanced at it, but I probably wouldn't have cared. I probably would have just me being me. I just would have written what I would have written and then just handed it off to the next person. Say, all right, here you go. I'm going to go have a cookie, you know, and th and that be it. Uh, but that's just sort of my my personal style. Uh, <laughs> well, I, also tell you, maybe... I, I did struggle with that because I felt like I didn't want it to be a jarring change. But like everything, for example, on, on the drill I wrote, everything before me was very symmetrical, you know, and I just don't ever yeah. write like that. So I, I just decided, OK, I'm going to I'm going to solve some problems that I see and I'm going to write and I just took it off. You know, I tell you center. what, Tim. I'm going to interrupt you. You know, I'm good at that. I, well, I, I noticed that too. The, I, you know, that we were symmetrical, and then we were still symmetrical, and then we were still symmetrical, and and it worked. And I thought, all right, who's going to be the person that breaks away from this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, and so, yeah. and the thing was, that's the point. My point was, what was written was terrific, and it did work. But I thought, okay, I don't know where to go with this to keep this from like that's just I just don't write drill that way. And so ultimately, I was like, well, they're all going to probably be mad at me, but I'm. I'm going to just make that change. So I would be interested to know how many people thought, oh, wow, Tim really messed this up because off he went, you know, <laughs> and, you well, know that was I'm part of the project. I'm glad you said something about that, Tim, because that was one of the things once I started watching, I'm going, OK, OK, here we go. Here we go. And, and I was looking for that breakout person, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think everybody was probably a little tentative about, OK, so exactly what should I do? And. And, um, you know, I don't I don't think any of the drill designers were malicious and said, OK, I'm going to completely mess up the next phrase because <laughs> trombones have to enter with a melody right here. So <laughs> let's put them on the back, uh, you know, side one, five in front of the uh, the back sideline. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Well, no, but that was the thing. It was like, you know, like I said, everybody has their own method and ways that they tend to stage things. And for me, like, I was like, okay, wow, I want to get all these tubas back together. Like, for, I decided that was my big project. I don't know why that was so important to me, but that's the way I write. So I, you know, I sort of said, it was interesting, though. The thing I really enjoyed about it was, okay, it was problem solving. It was like, okay, I know some things I want to try to accomplish. How can I do that without it looking like, you know, I'm, I'm maybe changing or fixing or whatever, because what, like I said, what was written before me was terrific. It's just, it was not the way I write. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. And you know, I, I was noticing that too, as, as it was, you know, developing, cause I would go through, if you hadn't figured it out by now, I would go through and just kind of make sure things were working smoothly. I would check the raw file and watch the animation. And I saw the tube as being, you know, separated. You know, and I was like, all right, we got to get that. I, I saw it and I was like, at some point, somebody's got to get these tubas together or I'm just going to lose it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm kind of like you there on that one. But, well, yeah, it was all really well done but and, and perfectly symmetrical and it worked beautifully. But I, it just in, in my mind, I was thinking, man, at some point, we got to get these tubas together. Who's going to do it? <laughs> well, I, for my drill sequence, I, I took that on as my project. And, you know, that, that was just that was, again, my con my context. But that's what was so interesting to me. It's sort of like, Key, if you were writing, if somebody handed you a half written arrangement and you had to keep going, you, you, right. there's probably voice completely differently than what you might do. And you have to make some decisions about, do I write this the way I, I would normally write it? Do I try to match what's there? Right. And I, you know, that's one of the things that I, I like to try to do, you know, even when taking like some, you know, doing an arrangement of something is 
you want to keep the well, you know, the basic style of what's happening in front of you. But again, you know, okay, how can you make it your own and it not feeling like there's this big hiccup in the in the sound? And so, right, right. yeah. So to me, I mean, I think the the joy of the this whole Frank and Drill project would be to like analyze what ha- what was given to you and doing your chunk in your style and then setting up the next phrase so that the next drill designer could be successful doing that. Right. To me, that was the whole dynamic that was really, I, I think it was a beautiful thing, uh, you know, that this, the whole Franken drill project presented to us. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, and I'll tell you something else. Um, I, I know that, I know that Mark and the power crew, they, they, they have in a past conversations sort of minimized their their contribution to this. But I have to tell you, you know, being able to work across different platforms, I mean, not even using the same types of machines, using the same software is really important. You know, if a, if a show designer delivers a product to a band director that has a basic working knowledge of Pyware and, and not, not a designer, but they know how to get around, right? Sort of like somebody that may not be an arranger, but they've got Finale or Sibelius and they can get around on it. You know, if they have to make adjustments on their own, if they have to make changes, being able to to get in there, get into that drill file, and go in there and make those changes is really important. And and I think that that one of the things that's that this project uh, demonstrated was the ease of use of Pyware because we we had I think at least a half dozen guys and gals uh, that that were completely new to Pyware that were using other platforms altogether, and you never would have been able to tell who those people were by looking at the finished product. Everything looked great. That never dawned on me. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, isn't that cool? So, so Mark, I want to know: Did like the, did the people at Pyware have an opinion? Like, was were there? I mean, I don't know. Was there any discussion about how these turned out amongst the Pyware folks? We loved it. Uh, the the owners in particular, they got a real kick out of it because they're we we take Halloween pretty seriously around the office. Uh, <laughs> had an annual pumpkin fling party where we built a trebuchet. A twenty foot trebuchet just to swing pumpkins every year at the at the owner's property. So we're we're kind of crazy in that aspect. But just just having that that opportunity to have the the collaboration across uh, Pyware users, maybe people that haven't uh, updated in a version or two, maybe people that have never touched it. Uh, it was a great way to kick the tires on the program because it's 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 getting all these people. Uh, across all these different walks of life and then working on this one project together. And it came out pretty successfully, well, more than pretty successfully. I think it was a huge hit, uh, which I think in turn speaks to the the ease and the simplicity of uh, being able to adapt uh, key your shows for marching band. I, I think there that a lot of credit gets thrown your way or should be thrown that way in that aspect. But in terms of our side, uh, we, we ran some numbers and we put a little... Uh, a little Q&A out there for any of the people that participated. Hey, did you run into any problems, any feedback? What can we improve? What went bad? And uh, in terms of issues uh, that arise or, or that came up either beforehand or during the process, I, I think we may have a goose egg, if, if I can speak honestly. I'm not sure that we had a single uh, user come up and say, hey, I'm, I'm struggling with this or... I don't know how to do this particular thing, which which speaks volumes to uh, the the years of programming that have gone into this product. You, you know, to make it 
user friendly enough for someone that knows how to design drill, maybe move a marching band around in whether it be on paper or in person or what have you, and to be able to jump in and sink their teeth into a project where they may not have started this movement or they have to finish up, you know, this, this drill move like you guys were alluding to earlier. Hmm. Uh, and they were able to handle it, and they were able to handle it quite easily, which is, which is really exciting to see on our side. Yeah, and I would speak to that. I would say somebody that's a drill writer that watches these Franklin drills online, um, definitely do that. But but I think it's interesting exactly to speak to that one more time. It's just watch where the name changes. And a lot of times it's at a very inconvenient spot because, Gordon, you just sort of went in and chunked out the oh, music, yeah. right? So so I know I got – I was in a very – I had to end the opener and set up the set up the ballad, and I only had two sets to set up the ballad, and I felt a lot of pressure. I was like, oh, yeah. man, you know, Wesley's going to kill me if I send him something that's a giant mess to try to start to battle with. So it was really <laughs> interesting to me, like, the, the thought process that went into that. So watch it. I would recommend anybody watch it and see where people picked up, what they were given, and what their solution was to move from there. As you guys have all alluded, it's a really interesting sort of science experiment in drill design to see how people solved those problems and what did they decide to do with what they were given. Well, I tell you what, uh, a couple things. First of all, we need to give credit to Casey Lockhart for for putting the names uh, of the designers at the bottom of the video cool. of the video Thank files. You, Casey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wasn't going to do it, and and Key didn't have the time to do it. So, Casey, uh, thank you very much for that. Um, I, and you know, getting to getting to the sort of the clunkiness of how things were were divvied up. I mean, I. I work pretty quickly on almost everything that I do, and that was one of the things here. And I figured, well, all right, there's this many phrases in this. These are how many people we've got. Let's just divide this up kind of evenly, and let's just go for it. You know, when we do this next year, uh, I think I'll take a little bit greater care and 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 doing that because it wasn't fair to you and the and the others who had to start, you know, well, into movement too. And no, I, I, you're I, right. I think it was. It right. made it more interesting to me. I mean, I was I, I had a little bit of a short panic attack, and then I was like, okay, I can do this. But you know, but like I thought that was what was interesting about it was the clunkiness of it mate was sort of the charm of it to me. It was like, okay, can I solve this problem with what I've been given? I actually thought it was made it sort of interesting. Well, then maybe I won't change it. And maybe terrifying. I'll just keep it clunky. It was, yeah. it was interesting and terrifying all at once. But you know, and I, <laughs> and I think I also got to give credit to, you know, to the, uh, to the professor that, that, you know, kind of, uh, laid the egg for this idea 10 years ago almost uh you know dr william bauer down at university of florida when i was at case western reserve uh you know with my masters there he he began a project uh in a music technology class while i was getting my masters you know for students using note flight which i'm not sure if it even exists anymore uh, a composition ex exercise you know where it was just kind of this round robin composition thing it was much more clunky than this i can tell you because you can certainly tell when one person started and stopped when it come to music composition so you know hats off to the drill designers uh, on this deal for making everything look so smoothly and uh, and thank you dr bauer for 10 years ago giving me this idea that i didn't even know i was going to have yet so yeah <laughs> that's yeah. cool all right so so gordon is there anything about this project that anybody's discussed with you that you want to mention before we in this conversation. Is there anything about this we haven't talked about? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. I think, I think what, what we're going to do is we're going to continue this because it seemed like everybody really enjoyed it. I would like to see more, uh, you know, more people, 
you know, take a take a stab at it. But I think that that we're going to have to, you know, take a look at some of the rules because there were rules in this and make sure that they all worked um, and, and try to make it more enjoyable for everybody. Because as much fun as it was for most people to do it, I know that some people did feel some pressure. And I don't want anybody to feel pressure on something, especially whenever we're doing it just for fun and, and nobody's getting paid for any of this. In fact, it costs us money to do this, if you want to think of it in those terms, because time is money in what we do. Uh, so, no, I, and, and you know, I, I hope that, that uh, Key will allow us to continue using his music, and, I, and I'm hopeful that Pyware will continue to allow us to, to use some licenses, you know, for temporary purposes just for this. Uh, and, and you guys keep doing what you're doing because you guys are the best in the business. Uh, but, no, I think, uh, I think I'm done talking about this. I'm ready to kind of, <laughs> kind of take a rest from this, to be honest. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm already having dreams about the bride of Frank and Drill for next year. So. Oh, hey, you know what? Hey, that's oh, a we perfect got a name. name. We, got, we a name. got a name. All right. Well, keep that in your pocket for another uh, ten months or so. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's I think that's great. Uh, and who knows? Maybe we'll do something else. You know, I, 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 maybe not. I, never mind. Forget it. Maybe, I was thinking maybe we'll do something in the spring, but no, I, I don't want to even think about that. Uh, trying to trying to manage forty one drill designers. Uh, hey, it wasn't it wasn't hard, but it was a constant thing, you know, and uh, and so. Well, yeah. and Gordon, I want to say thank you for all the work on that, because I know it was a lot of managing and negotiating and contacting and emails. And I know you spent a lot of time. So I, I think this was good for the drill writing community. I think it was good for drill writers. I think it it sort of pumped a lot of energy into that group and the people that that were involved. And I did feel a real responsibility to not mess it up too bad, you know, when my time came. So it was a very interesting experiment. Mark, do you want to say anything from the Pyware side of this before we go? Uh, just again, thank you. I, I was so glad that we were able to participate. Uh, like I said, I, I feel like we kind of shoehorned ourselves in there with the the theme. You know, I believe that we, we went back earlier and we were talking about Key had a show picked out. And then it's like, man, it's just Halloween's right around the corner. It's It's too perfect to to do something spooky, call it the Franken drill. Yeah. And it just kind of took off from there. So we're, we were really happy to participate. We were really happy to see, um, that everything worked well from, from a, a technical standpoint, you know, on our side, um, right. it's, yeah, I, I think it was pretty flawless. I, I would be, I would almost be curious if we did this again and you know, hindsight's 2020, but it would be neat to see if we didn't publish the, the number of designers that participated in this to kind of figure out and see if you could view this video and see where those chunks happened. You know, you talk about people being so stressed about having to tackle on this. Well, I, I'm for Tim in your example, you know, you were, you were what two sets out of the ballad starting or something like that. If we could notice those transitions and maybe have a tally, see if there was some sort of contest or something that, that could be, that could be one for, hmm. for noticing how many were there. That's you interesting. Know, there, there's, yeah, there's always opportunity there, but it's, is I mean, if we could do it all over again from our side, I wouldn't change anything. I'm I'm so glad, and I know that all of us are from Pyware that that we were able to participate, uh, have people use our platform for it and and promote it. And and thanks again to Key for you know allowing us to to throw a curveball to you, doing the different show with the different music, the the seasonally appropriate stuff. We we really appreciated that. Well, you know what we. We just have to find that right band that wants to commission a Bride of Frankenstein show for next year. And then we there can, you go. Go. We can have a blast. <laughs> 
Well, Key, as we said before, I really do think that your music helps set us up for success because it, it's very, to me, I'm hearing it and it's so clever and it inspires me with ideas. So thank well, you again thank you. for that. What do you want to say before we go? Well, I, just when I, one of the things that a lot of people may not know about um, how I compose things or arrange things is I always think about the feet first. And I, I think that's a really, really important uh, component. Like I don't try to create these crazy phrases that doesn't allow, for instance, a left foot step off. I mean, it could be like an 11 count phrase, but there's two of them back to back. So um, right. the, the students often have the ability to, uh, you know, to be successful with it, not not have to worry about, you know, five count uh, mark times or anything like that. Um, and also, I think it's really um, a lot of fun to just lay out those those phrase lines for everybody. I, right. I, I put a double bar every every time I hear what I consider a marching phrase. And, and I, I love that. I tell you what, I love that so much. Thank you. And I and I hope that's helpful. I know, you know, that's again, that's just a suggestion. That's how I hear it. That's how I hear the phrases. But it's really interesting when drill designers go in and they go, you know what? Here's the arrival that I hear. You know, and it may may be in a different place than I than I have it, and so it's interesting to see where people will put halts, um, mm -hmm. where I kind of hear halts in a very specific way, but I never label that on the the uh, the music. But there are double bars that even you know set up all of those moments. So just yeah. a little, just one of, one of my little things that I do. But I, I <laughs> always think I always think the visual. I think it's very important that a that a music arranger realizes that this has to be performed on a field and, and it has to be performed with 14 year old kids at times too, you know, uh, and, and not always, you know, some of them are time bandits where, uh, where time just doesn't mean anything to it. <laughs> so I, I keep that kind of stuff in, in mind whenever I do any of these arrangements. So hopefully it helps drill designers. That that's kind of the point I'm trying to make. Well, my hat's off to you. It's really terrific. So before we go, Mark, I have to back up a minute. You said something about, Pump, shooting pumpkins on a field with a what? Oh man! What yeah, was that word uh, you used? It's a trebuchet. A trebuchet. I have trebuchet. no idea what that is. It's a fancy so, catapult. Yeah, so catapults are traditionally spring-loaded. Trebuchets are counterweights. So you have to have a really heavy weight on one end of the boom to launch whatever object you are throwing into the air <laughs> okay. to kind of sling it forward in motion. So. It, it started as helping uh, the owner's daughter was in high school at the time. They had a, or she had a physics project where she had to build, you know, either a mini catapult or mini trebuchet to, to throw a, I think it was a tennis ball, like X amount of yards for the project. So we had some fun with it. We helped her with that. And then we we're like, well, we need to make a bigger one. And it just kind of, it, it just compounded from there to right. where we have this monstrosity <laughs> at the back of our office now that we pull out once a year. Uh, we'll go to the pumpkin patch, buy about three bags of those, you know, little five to eight pound gourds, and we just sling them and we, and we have a lot of fun with it. So it's like I said, we're, we're kind of serious about Halloween. It's a, it's a fun, it's a fun event. It's a fun, uh, party for us we, we'll have a get together a couple times a year but that's always the biggest one but yeah the okay. the pumpkin fling the annual pie where pumpkin fling is kind of the the highlight of it all well tell me there's video somewhere say that again tell me there's video somewhere 
There is. Um, I'll have to get it to you guys. Uh, we haven't done it this year because the weather didn't really cooperate with us, so it would, it would have to be a previous year. Well, but can, uh, yeah, can, I can share that with you. Can you at least send maybe send, share with me a picture of this trebuchet? Oh, absolutely. Am I even yeah, saying it right? So I know everybody's probably listening to this and rolling their eyes and thinking, how does Tim not know what a trebuchet is? But that's a, that's a whole new word to me. So I've learned, see, I've learned my thing for the day. I'm all done. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you're just wonderful. By the way, if I get that picture from Mark, I will put it on our Facebook page. So uh, follow the March Roundtable on Facebook and Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. You guys were awesome. Gordon, Key, Mark, thank you so much for taking time to talk about this and for your part in making this such a success. My pleasure. Yeah, it was a blast. Right. Find webinars and podcasts about drill design at marchingarteducation.com. Get access to every one of the over 750 podcasts we've released at the Marching Roundtable with the new membership option at Marching Arts Education. You can sign up you and your entire staff and get complete access to all the live webinars, videos, podcast archives, and discounts on coursework. Become a member of Marching Arts Education and get exclusive benefits and complete access. Perfect, easy professional development for you and your staff. Trusted content in one location. We give you access to the top marching arts professionals, allowing you to interact and ask questions during live webinars. Find out more at marchingartseducation.com. Follow the Marching Roundtable on social media to keep up with upcoming podcast releases and guests and for constant coverage of all topics in the marching arts. This includes the new Marching Roundtable Facebook group, which we hope you'll join and join in the discussion. And subscribe to our newsletter at marchingroundtable.com so you'll know about upcoming podcast releases and live webinars. This is your host, Tim Hinton, the beast of the marching arts. I've been writing marching man arrangements and helping to create and design entertaining, educational, and competitively successful shows for over 25 years. See all the services I can offer to help you and your group at timhinton.com. If you're a business that works with band directors, marching bands, color guards, or drum lines, you should sponsor podcasts at the Marching Roundtable. Our listeners are the exact audience you're trying to reach. And with thousands of podcast downloads each month, it's a great way to directly reach your target audience. For more information, click on the Sponsorship Opportunities link at marchingroundtable.com or email Tim at tim at marchingroundtable.com. You can grow your business and help support what we're doing here on the podcast.